Hey everyone, welcome back to Not Just Gym Girls. I'm Marissa. And I am Vanessa. And today we are going to be chatting about what to do when you are sick. So given it is the time of year, it's getting colder in a lot of places. I know a lot of our clients have been, you know, coming down with some sicknesses. So we felt like this was the perfect time to talk about this and approach this. Yeah, for sure. Definitely that time of year where it's getting a little bit colder here. And just being able to kind of navigate your fitness goals and keep them in mind while you're being sick. And it's a super common question that we get. So I definitely think addressing this for you guys is going to be super helpful. For sure. And we're going to continue with our kind of like fun little start thing here that we started last week with our highs and lows. So Vanessa, what do you want to start with? Highs or lows? Let's start with the lows. (laughs) All right. What was your low for the week? So let's see. I would say for myself, oh, actually, so I was at work the other day and I had the door open and the door obviously goes like outside and a chipmunk ran into my, um, like class while I was teaching it. Well, not while I was teaching it, right before I started teaching it. And I had to like get him out of there, like turn off all the lights. And like, I am not, I like dogs. I like cats. I like, you know, animals that are like pets, chipmunks, squirrels, birds, no, like I'm like all set. So I had to escort the little guy out. He was super cute, but he was really fast. So, and you know, the place pretty big. So trying to get him out was definitely a low, funny yeah. low, but low. That that sounds hilarious. I know you are deathly afraid of birds. If oh I'm my God. Oh my God. I hate birds. I have a huge fear of them actually. That's too huge. funny. That is too funny. Any hate bird, seagull, pigeon, anything. Doesn't matter. She doesn't. Does the, not, I don't discriminate on the not, type of bird yeah, that I'm scared of. She does yeah. not like them. Um, okay. I would, I'll do my low as well. Um, I would say low, it is getting so much colder here in Connecticut. I feel like three weeks ago we had like 80 degree weather and now it's like in the fifties and getting a lot colder. So that is definitely going to be my low. Just like I'm a summer girl. I like the sunshine. So that's just, you know, a low as we get into like, obviously it's exciting because there's like holidays and different things coming up, but it's cold. Yeah, for sure. I know daylight savings is like pretty soon. I heard uh, actually that it was the last time they were going to ever do like daylight savings. I'm like, is that even a possibility? Well, it's also getting dark here at like six o'clock. It's already like like November 5th. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, it's supposed to be the last time that we go through it. And I'm like, you can't just stop setting the clocks. Like that's not how that works. Yeah. I don't know. It actually might happen, but I don't know. I don't know. But I know, I know daylight savings is soon. That's when it starts getting dark at like four o'clock. Yeah. And that's when, that's when the real seasonal seasonal depression really starts. Like usually it's like all all good until like december for me but then like january to march is just rough times yeah yeah it's should be interesting it's getting so dark already so early and it is not fun yeah last winter here wasn't too bad but this one we were just talking about it it might be a little bit a little bit rough we're due for a bad winter unfortunately yeah we are definitely due for a bad one but let's talk about highs yeah Yeah. let's talk about highs so i think even just speaking on this kind of conversation all the weather is getting a little bit like worse if you will or not worse but just like colder colder i think we still have like an exciting few weeks both of us just like coming to the end of this month into next month into december and even january so like i'm really excited for that we have a lot of things to look forward to which i'm always very thankful for and grateful for so that's kind of my i guess high just like looking forward to the future and just like being able to do things that are both excited for, I think is really important. I agree. And being like so grateful that we have the ability to do these things and like go out and travel and see new places and all these really fun, exciting events. So it's going to be pretty nonstop from now, basically until Christmas, but it's going to be great. It's going to be so fun. Um, I would definitely say my high for this week was going to a concert on Friday night, completely, completely last minute. Um, literally 
it was nine o'clock in the morning and I found out we were going at seven o'clock that night. So I, and for those of you who know, who know me personally, I am not spontaneous by any means. I really, really not. I really enjoy like a thorough plan. I like to know what I'm doing like three weeks ahead of time. My boyfriend is the complete opposite. He is like, decides the day of when we're going to do something. So you can only imagine my shock and surprise face when I found out we were going to a concert that night. Um, in so, Boston. I'd be living in Connecticut. In too. Boston. And you know, when you're a girl, you want to make sure your eyebrows are done and your nails are done. You have an outfit picked out ahead of time. None of that happened. None of that happened. <laughs> but it was good. I was like, I'm going to be present in the moment. I'm going to enjoy this um, for what it is, even though I kind of was like, dragging my feet a little bit that morning, like, oh, do I really want to go and do this? But it was so fun. I feel like my neck is literally broken now. Not actually, but like, I was definitely hurting the next day because I don't usually drink and like stay out late. So it was super fun though. Super, super fun. That Yeah. I was like, we were talking earlier in the day. I was like, you definitely should go. Like, it'll be fun. And I think like, you know, how many times do you get to see Sullivan King, you know? So yeah. I definitely think it's super fun. But those are our little highs and lows, always super fun. And I definitely want to get into our topic here of just like, what you do when you're sick? So what do you tell your clients to do when they're sick? Yeah. Or what do you do when you're sick? For sure. So I think it comes like to a variety of different things, right? Depending on what you're dealing with. If you're dealing with COVID, if you're dealing with the flu, if you're, you know, dealing with a little bit of like the sniffles, a cold, um, there's so many different things of like how you want to go about approaching it depending on what you're experiencing. Um, so number one thing that I think we should really touch on here is rest. Rest, rest, rest. If someone tells you to train through the sickness, they're wrong because you have to think about it. When you are sick, your body's already working overtime in order to make you feel better. So when you're kind of like putting stressors from like training and that sort of thing, you're only setting yourself up for failure in that regard. It's going to take your body that much longer to make a full recovery. Yeah, 100%. When you're sick and you have whatever, you know, whatever sickness or illness that you have, your body's not focusing on losing fat or building muscle or performing well. Literally everything you're going to the gym to do, it's focusing on like, oh my God, I'm sick. I want to get rid of this illness that I have. So making sure that you're listening to your body and like resting. And I think a lot of times, especially if you have a fitness coach, people will feel pressure. It's like, I need to be, you know, doing my four days at the gym because my coach wants me to be doing my four days at the gym or I have to get all my workouts in. How am I going to do this X, Y, and Z? Just understanding that like, hey, one, two, three, four workouts are not going to make or break you even like honestly longer extended period of times too is super important but it's something just understanding that that rest is going to be so much more productive so instead of you know having half half ass workouts for two weeks when you're trying to train through sickness versus just taking five days off fully and fully recovering it's like well which one makes more sense right so and i think that's really important because people get nervous to rest and i do understand why but it's also understanding the science behind like if you know you need to rest, it makes it a little bit easier for me personally, at least. I agree. And a question I get a lot of times too, and I'm curious at your opinion on this as well, is like, should I be lowering my calories when I'm sick or when I'm resting? And the answer is no. And the reason being is that your body needs those extra nutrients, right? Again, your body is trying so, so hard to recover. You don't want to deplete it of these nutrients, right? And kind of in the same token as well, it's like, you're not going to be perfect with your macros when you're sick. And that is okay. Like no one should expect that of you, especially to a lot of times, at least when I'm sick and I find in a lot of my client cases as well, appetite takes a big hit, right? You just do not want to eat. Um, so I always tell people do not be focused on, you know, say your carbohydrate goal is 250 carbs and that just like does not seem manageable when you're sick. I get it. You know, just being able to 
honestly intake what you can. Yeah, for sure. I think the intake what you can is a big part of it because when you're sick, I know for myself, like protein sounds literally nauseating. Like yeah. eating like grilled chicken if I'm sick, like it's not happening. Yeah. Like no way. So what I always tell my clients is like, I definitely know that appetite will take a big hit, but also like, I definitely want you to be eating something. Eat ice cream. I don't yeah. care. Like eat something, eat bread, like white bread, bagels, English muffins, make smoothies that maybe you could put protein in there. Amazing. Like just do the best that you possibly can. I know that they're like soup is a big thing. I think really not overthinking it within like macros and nutrition is super important because to be honest it's really important to just like give your body the nutrients that it needs and just understanding like if you're not perfect it's totally fine and i think you make a good point there with like eat things that you can digest and that like you have the appetite for i agree when i'm sick it's like i can maybe take an acai bowl and like smoothies remember i had like that massive smoothie last time i had a flu oh yeah that yeah. was bad you get really like sick like that when you get sick you get really sick bad last november I got the flu. I thought I had COVID for the longest time, but I have, knock on wood, I have not had COVID yet. I think I'm immune to it, truly. Yeah, I <laughs> think so too, honestly. But when I had the flu, it was so bad. When I say like my appetite was tanked for a long time, I had that lingering cough, very long time. Is that after EDC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was sick for a very long time. But you were, you were down. Yeah, I was down bad. I was like in bed. It was bad. Um, but the biggest, biggest thing that like I kind of mentioned here is like Vanessa went out and got me a smoothie because I literally could not think about like getting anything else. Like I was, you know, on and off sleeping, but I knew I had to consume something as far as like some type of substance. Um, so that's kind of really what I did in prioritizing lots and lots of hydration. I think too, I want to go back to the smoothie thing really quick before we talk about hydration, but this smoothie thing too is like a good way to get micronutrients in. It's going to help you with your recovery. So I'll do the, the same thing if I'm really, really sick. Like I'll just have a huge smoothie and it makes it so much easier to mm-hmm. just like get that nutrition in. So I, I definitely hear you. Smoothies and acai bowl is a good way to get a lot of calories in too. Yeah. For sure. And then hydration, like you kind of touched on, for sure. Like hydration, it's then water yes but also electrolytes is going to be super important because if you are having like a lot of smoothies a lot of bread you're probably not having that much sodium Mm -hmm. and as like athletes and people that are very active you do want to make sure you get your electrolytes in your sodium in so like having like you're drinking prime right now prime or electrolytes of anything like just making sure you have some like gatorade powerade whatever it is to help with that electrolyte balance is super important and of course uh water as well I agree. I agree. And I definitely think we should kind of talk about like what it looks like after the fact, right? When do you, when should you go back to the gym and like, what is that going to look like? So, um, I kind of want to touch on what I'm thinking here in regards to like what I recommend to clients. And then maybe if you want to touch on that as well. So I usually tell people don't get back into the gym until you're feeling like 80% better of the way, right? Like I don't want you feeling like 50, 60%, like, Oh, I'm going to go in and get a workout. Right. Because like you're kind of beating a dead horse at that point because it's like the, reason that like you're going to the gym is to progressive overload and make those drink gains and or whatever that is and if your body's still not functioning at that like optimal rate it's so much like more worth it to take off an additional two to three days until you're really really ready to get back into it full swing a hundred percent honestly i can speak from like personal experience on that one when i had covid when we came back from ultra i got like the negative test for my covid i was like oh my god i'm gonna back to the gym and i didn't feel <laughs> great and I'm like 95% sure I gave myself pneumonia and I take a month off training. So like, I feel so strongly about that where it's like, don't go to the gym until you're like 80, 90% better. And like, you know, what I tell my clients too is like, what, what symptoms are you experiencing? Like, are you experiencing symptoms from like the neck up? And like, if you have a little sniffles or you have like a headache, but you can kind of still push through, 
okay, like I could see that. And that's kind of where I was at versus like, if you're like coughing out of control, you're struggling with your shortness of breath, you're, you know, having mucus, like all these things, you know, like all these like really, really, you know, gross things. Like you obviously don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to get other people sick either. So like just being able to monitor the severity of your sickness, if you're like at the very, very end of a cold or like on day eight of a cold and you're not like a hundred percent, but you're like 95, like it's, it's okay to go to the gym. Right. So I, I definitely hear you on that. I think that definitely makes sense. And I think you have a good point there of like making sure you're feeling like 80% better. Yeah, I agree. And I liked your point too, of like getting back to like a routine for like two to three days before getting back into the gym, right. Being able to make sure you have like a good amount of like nutrients and like you you're hitting your calories or macros or eating enough and hydrated enough before you go back into that gym session yeah 100 percent. because the last thing you want to do too is like you recover a little bit and you're like dehydrated you haven't had enough nutrition and you haven't had enough sleep or whatever and you go into the gym you're like oh my god my performance is down and like your performance is gonna be down anyways which we'll talk about in a second but it's also something where like give like set yourself up for success right make sure you hit your macros make sure you have enough protein in. make sure you're hydrated and your workout is still not going to be your strength's not going to be where it was pre-sickness but you'll give yourself a better shot Yeah, I agree. And I think just going into the gym with the expectation that like you're not going to be as strong as you previously were when you were fine, like before you got sick. And like that is completely normal. And like it's no reason to like get down on yourself. You have to think about it. Your body was just trying so, so hard to recover and get back to normal. Like the last thing it's going to think about is like pushing for PRs in the gym, right? Give your body a week or I usually say like two weeks until you can really get back to like hitting those same numbers and feeling better truly yeah for sure it can be frustrating too I know for me it is if I'm like oh I was just like in such a good rhythm with my training or whatever and then I'm like oh now I have to go back I always like tell my clients and I'll do myself as well like I'll hit like 60% of the weight I was doing and then from there I'll kind of work back up and it's almost like progressive overload it's like a new baseline almost which is kind of nice if you look at it that way. Um, but yeah, I'll say like 60% of the weight you were using and your strength will come back over time. Like it'll come back over time. Give it, like you said, two weeks, you should be back to where you were. And you know, it's part of life. You can't control when you get sick and you can't control, you know, how long it takes you to recover or anything like that. You can just do the best that you can. And honestly, I know from speaking as coaches as ourselves, it's like, if you're giving effort in terms of like you're, you know, drinking water or you're mindful of protein, you're mindful of getting back into the gym, you're mindful of your sleep and your rest, like that's all you can ask for as a coach. And I think that's really important too. Like don't push your limits just because you feel like you have to. Because if you're one of our clients, you don't have to. I completely agree with that. Like so, so hard. And if you have a coach who's telling you to push through the sickness or like push past the pain or anything along those lines, that is so false. And just like you mentioned here, like controlling the variables that you can like control your controllables is like literally my mantra. Like I swear to God, I say that all the time for my client, you know that, um, because especially even if you get sick the first two weeks of starting a new program or six months down the road, there's going to be bumps in your fitness journey. Like you cannot control these outside factors with sickness and different things that come up. And I think just like knowing it is not a linear progression is so important. And just like you said, just being able to do the very, very best you can and take each day as it comes truly. For sure. I think it gets easier too. Once you've been like, once you've kind of been in this for a while, you kind of understand like, all right, I'm sick. I'll pull back and then I'll be able to kind of go back into the thing. I'll go back into things that I can just control what I can right now. Like you kind of touched that. I definitely agree with you. And I think if you are struggling with just like taking that rest or you're struggling with like I feel like I need to hit my macros or I feel like X, Y, and Z. Reach out to the coach that you have and be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I'm sick. I'm a little frustrated. Like, can you give me some guidance? And if you are one of our clients, we are more than happy to give you that guidance, give you that direction. And I think being able to ease back into things and being able to understand, like, 
being sick happens to everybody and just understanding it's something that's out of our control. And just if you can control what's in your control for lack of better terms, you'll you'll be totally fine. And your gains and your progress is not going to go anywhere. I agree. This is like me talking to myself like three, four years ago as well. Like you said, it gets easier with time. But I think that is it for this episode. Kind of like a short and sweet one, but we definitely wanted to touch on this because like we mentioned, it is that time of year, unfortunately. So just being able to do your very best to approach these things when they come. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share on your stories with your friends. We really appreciate all the support and we will see you guys next week. Bye.